2: Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to join us today. We're coming to you live from our studios in Kukumle, We're on DTT, because we're free to work on DSTV channel 421 and TV channel 125. We are your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Coming up this afternoon, former Chief Justice Sophia Kufu backs calls for review of the Constitution 1992, citing the inability of the National Development Planning Commission to implement its development plans. Also, limited voter registration and violent confrontation between MPP and NDC at Central Gunja EC Office over Alleged Illegal Immigrants at Registration Center. Plus, families and family members call on Interior and National Security Ministers to commence investigation on gruesome murder of three innocent young men at Tuna and Nahari. We're also live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram and Twitter at TV. My personal handle is at The Nana Aisha. Please stay for details. Many thanks for choosing us. Another first story. There have been violent confrontations between officials of the ruling NPP and the NDC over some alleged illegal immigrants at the Gunja, Central Gonja Electoral Commission's offices at Bwipi in the Savannah region. The presence of some alleged immigrants has led to a holdup of the registration, leaving applicants wait in waiting. In long queues, the Yape Kosovo the Secretary of the NPP, Mathuz Ibrahim Sapo, in an interview with Joy News, accused the NDC of taking the said immigrants into hiding during the combined immigration and military uh, screening exercise to weed out the potential illegal immigrants from the region. But the Yapikosogu constituency, uh, Mahama uh, Fuseni, refuted the accusation, describing it was baseless. According to him, the NPP should do the needful by using the constitution, stop using immigration officers to intimidate applicants. The NPP constituency secretary, however, alleged that about 150 strange-looking faces whom he said Where Burkina Bay's and uh, Togo nationals were first spotted in the consul 23 months ago at F. Registration exercise in the central Gunja uh, EC office. Um, can you confirm this and what's causing this holdup?
3: up? Yes, Aisha, it's true. The whole is true. And it basically has to do with the alleged immigrants of Burkina and Togo who are here. And then are these allegations being leveled by the to the Secretary, and which is uh, been, uh, protected by the NDC. He says that these people were, were the party was aware of them when they entered the coalition. But I really were aware about when the immigration and the military officers went out to do the screening to uh, with people out of the system. But once they're here, they wouldn't allow them to register. But when things otherwise, they said or not, allow them to go to the process by the CI, with which you can protect legally to register your displeasure. But to say they are not Ghanaian and they cannot register is something that they will also agree. So it ended up uh, two of them exchanging blows and then in the midst of all that. So the police were brought in briefly and then withdrew. And we speak, the immigration officers who came early in the morning are still here. While the alleged uh, illegal immigrants are here, many of them are women. The few men who are more than, are between 30 and their late 40s, they are also here and they are in the queue to try to register. I then spoke with the NDC regional secretary, the person of Solitude who said that these people are right there, Ghaniess, just that they were giving birth to them at somewhere in the northeast region. So if they here to register, they should be allowed to register and the necessary to should be accorded to them.
2: Isaac Nonya, we're also hearing that there's a the presence of immigration officers at the center. I mean, is this true? And if they're still there, what are, exactly are they doing at the center? It's
3: true the immigration officers are here. Close to 10 of them are here well armed. But we are told they've they got a ring of the presence of this. Alleged immigrants here, and they tried to come and ascertain whether the allegation is true. So when they came, they actually saw them, some with Bokanabe dresses, some to go with. We spotted one of them on it, Alastah Watara. We saw another one in Bokanabe t shirt. And we saw them with their marks, uh, allegations that the NDP is leveling, that based on what they have seen on these people. And then the fact that they were in people there, people monitored them from Fufu City and Natos. These are subacts of the coincidences. But still, if they are coming here, they didn't know what they were about. So the only think that fine. If this is the case, the allegation you are leveling, bring your identification, bring your proof that these people are not Ghanaians. Anything short of that, you should allow them to.
4: Registration begins. We will challenge every single one of them. We will challenge every single one of them to prevent the register from being bloated and to give somebody undue advantage before elections begin. So we will challenge every single one of these immigrants that are seated here. Over 120 of them are in the queue. We will challenge every single one of them. We use the due process challenge every single one of these people to prevent them from getting onto the register.
2: Okay. you. Okay. Okay. Listen to the uh, Yappe Kosogo Council of Secretary of the NDC, responding to this.
5: We don't have NDC here. We don't have planning money here. They are all the law is concerned. But the CI 126 has, has been amended, stated clearly that you can challenge somebody's eligibility as a voter if you prove beyond every reasonable doubt by feeling a challenge form. But by face, by identity, you can't say the person is not uh, uh, qualified to vote. And the position is that I want to stand on that CI 126 to actually protect registrant here all what happened was that we were there when mpb uh, you know people the secretary the chairman of a yappocus of constituency came with immigration service department well armed and they want to intimidate voters. They want to intimidate registers. Those who are ready to register in the center and I said, no way. They don't have any legal authority, jurisdiction to trespass every point and come to the registration center. Because we have a review committee set by the district election commission. They are the only people mandated to come and sit on an issue of eligibility or some whoever is qualified to vote.
2: Let's now turn our attention to the Ashanti region where some applicants in the limited voter registration exercise in Asokori-Mampong have had to pass the nights at registration centres. They resulted to the early arrival after days of failing to complete registration. The applicants have had to complete with political Party agents who use stones and other objects seats in queuing for their prospective electorates. Nana Ojima, what's at the Electoral Commission's office to observe the hassle of the applicants? He joins us live via phone with more. Nana, what more can you tell us about this registration exercise in the Ashanti region? So often there have been misunderstanding
6: between these applicants and, and also party agents. The issue is that sometimes the party agents try to use their influence to skip the keys and some of the applicants who came on their own are not happy about the situation. What is happening now is that some party officers, um, due to the non-keys in these areas, they gather their own people and and send people to the um, grounds at dawn. Sometimes, at earlier, they send representatives to the grounds and schools and um, benches, they try to queue. use these things to kill, so that whoever comes will come and join the team. But unfortunately, some of the people who come on their own are not happy because they believe that if they have, they, they have come to the areas where the registration points at dawn, they'll have to give them the priority to be in the team. So we cannot use things and benches as a for people who are not there. So, if the confrontation for open confrontation chaos um, normally breaks out because of the situation that is happening, and they are scrambling on registration center for the EC limited voter exercise.
2: You have then, an Yaa with some updates from the Ashanti region on the limited voter registration. Away from that, a joint NADMO Navy rescue team has resumed a search for four fishermen said to be missing in the Adan estuary after their canoe capsized due to strong winds at sea. It's been almost 24 hours since the two canoes carrying 19 fishers went down whilst at sea. that, East Director of NADMO, Ebenezer Tay Nate tells Show in Eastema tells Joy News uh, that uh, there's been some rescue mission. We can now speak with our correspondent Kwame Yanka who says that 15 of the fishes are out of danger and uh, he joins me live with more. Kwame, how far with uh, this search? Any uh, progress? Hello Kwame Yanka.
7: Yes, Aisha, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, so um, like you, you said earlier, um, by close of day yesterday, um, 15 of these uh, fishermen who were in trouble um, had been um, rescued. But then, um, the, the remaining four are yet to be found. So today happens to be the second day for the set, um, a team made up of um, Nadmo and then um, Navy. And even some fishes are joining in the search to make sure that um, their brothers are um, also brought back to safety, so as I speak to you, the the number still remains um, 15, therefore um, are yet to be found. Um, That's what I can report at the moment.
2: Earlier, you spoke with one of the captains who was part of the rescue mission. What did he tell you? So Aisha,
7: that's his name, he's the captain to one of the uh, fishing boats. Well, he said, when the incident happened, he realised that um, some of his colleagues, um, or occupants of, of that um, of, of, of the boat, could not swim. So what he had to do was that he had to get some ropes um, around, um, tie them, um, tie two of them to his waist, and then ensure that those within the team that could uh, swim do same to ensure that um, all 11 occupants of that um, of that boat uh, knew. Could could found um, safety. Unfortunately uh, so, for them, one of them, they were 11. Only 10 could make um, could make it to safety, and the other one couldn't. So he, uh, together with um, three others in the other boat uh, with the inscription Barcelona, um, I yet found, making the number four. So like I said, um, they happened to be the second day, and uh, no news um, on the on the safety. Um, it's available to us at the moment, but then we, are so, we still have our, our ES laid and we are um, coordinating or collaborating with the, with the tech team, and we surely um, update our, our viewers and um, as the day progresses.
2: Correspondent Kwame Yanka bringing us updates on that will definitely bring you more as awesome and when we get it. Now, former Chief Justice Sophia Kufo is backing calls for the review of the 1992 Constitution. According to her, the Constitution in its current state does not give the National Development Planning Commission the authority to implement development programs. The reason the Commission only plays an advisory role to so the government. Speaking at a constitution review seminar organized by the Institute of Economic Affairs here in Accra, Sophia Kufu insisted the amendment of the Constitution 1992 will help institutions like the NDPC to foster development.
8: Some very substantial changes that we're going to have to propose. because they are necessary to be made in the constitution concerning the role, the function, the working, the processes, and and the the output of the NDPC. You don't set up an institution like the NDPC and then you, you cover it under a bushel and its output does not necessarily reflect in the nation, present and future. Planning, you normally plan not for today, you plan for the future, and you can plan even for 50 years, and you review as you go on. But the whole process has to be properly structured so that there's there's a particular way of making changes rather than by way of manifestos.
2: Director-General of the National Development Planning Commission, Dr. Koji Isshiam Menza-Brampa, corroborating the stance admitted admitted Ghana's underdevelopment is partly attributed to the many conflicting statutes in the country.
9: That study we've looked at a lot of our policies and uh, you'll be surprised that many of them are conflicting, many of them are competing, And many of them are not complementary to each other. And it's not only this year or the last five years. Right from independence. That's what we've been doing. Sometimes we come out with a new policy and even a new statute. And the older one is still there. And so somebody will quote that to support a case. Another person will quote a new one. And all that. And it's, it's all around us. Our decentralization process is the same. What we have in the local government act, the 963, 936, you go to the individual sector act, they also have different things there. So they don't meet. The local government say we are decentralizing. Education says no, in my act it's not there. Health says no, in our act it's not there. So how can you decentralize?
2: Families of the three young men who were alleged to have been apprehended and later gruesomely murdered by personnel of the police intelligence directorate have appealed to the interior and national security ministers to commence investigations into the mystery surrounding the death of the young men. The trio, Jima 28, his sibling, Hadi Salifu, 24, and Abdul Habib, 30, were apprehended at their homes during the wee hours of December 1, 20. 2022, by gun building men at Tuna and Nari in the Savannah region. Spokesperson for the families, Detective Chief Inspector Adam Yahaya, retired, says the perpetrators must be brought to face justice. Join us as Rafiq Salam traveled to Tuna, where two of the deceased were buried.
10: Tuna and Nari are mourning. The two communities are a few kilometers away from each other and both located in the solar Tona calvary district of the savannah region. The people are grieving over the loss of three young men who are between the ages of 24 and 30 and were allegedly gruesomely murdered by armed and wounded personnel from the police intelligence retreat of the Ghana police service almost 10 months ago. The grief echoes the whole Tona community. The lost Is profound and one generation of a family is wiped out. But if somebody is arrested to be a criminal, he has to follow the due process. Maybe go to a police station, go to court, and the court will see to pass judgment. If he'll be imprisoned, he'll be imprisoned. But to go and kill him, now that we are seated, we don't know why they were killed. When they went to uh, 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 deposit them at the police military. they
11: recorded in the book, in the monthly book as unidentified suspects unidentified means you don't know their identity you don't know their names somebody you
10: claim has confessed to a crime you don't know the name, is it possible? the incident occurred during the wee hours of the morning when the trail Jim Kocho, 28 a sibling, Hadi Salifu 24, and Abu Dhabibu, 30 were apprehended at their homes and later allegedly shot dead by plain old PID personnel. This is actually the house of Jima Koto, who was lying here on the dead of the night with his pregnant wife. And so when the personnel came around, they tried to open the door and the door was not opening. So they first open it, went inside the house, just handpicked him, brought him out. Detective Chief Inspector Adam Zahirat is a direct uncle to Jim and Hadi Salvu and he speaks for the family. For about three four days we are not getting
11: any information. Then due to the report of the fm the youth were becoming agitated. So upon intelligence, the regional police commander came to Tuna on the 9th of December. I met the chiefs and the people in the palace and assured them that Jima, Hadi, and all the people arrested are in safe hands in Accra.
10: After several days of not having any information about their whereabouts, he led some members of the family to the PID headquarters in Accra, but to no avail. They then chose to pursue the matter at a law court who the police taken out and later held a meeting to address their concern. It was there and then Yohunu informed us that they never knew that
11: we were in search of those three people. And that is why they didn't respond until they got the suit before they got to know that it is those people they arrested and killing that we we're looking for. Shockingly, he told us that that day in question Mr. Yohunu, that the PID. On their return to Accra, went with seven dead bodies, seven dead bodies from Savannah region. So if you are ready, they've made arrangements at the police mortuary. We should go there and identify what are the three people we are looking for uh,
10: among the seven dead bodies. How? Their morbid curiosity was satisfied in the end, but on the altar of the face faces. They struggled to identify.
11: When I went to extend them on, uh, 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 in, in April at the mortuary,
10: I couldn't even identify them because
11: all their faces were covered with blood. So I have to ask one of the mortuary men to because I was suspecting. I saw Jumokuto, but I was finding it difficult to identify him
10: because the whole face was off. The bodies of the three young men were finally released to their families for burial and so their family at the moment they are grieving and then also you can see that the situation here is not all that the best it's of a somber mood lot of tear eyes and seated street or in front of Fair Door is the matter uh, of two of the personalities that
2: we are talking about. The only children I have on earth, and they have been killed, I would like to appeal to the government to punish kind of all those that are part of this disability act so that it won't repeat itself again. The
10: families of Jimokochow and Hadi Salifu have already labelled 1st December 2022 as Black Day. And they want nothing but justice for these people who were allegedly shot dead. Those who came for the operation, or all those who shot in the operation, I'm
11: appealing to the Minister of uh, Interior, I'm I'm appealing to the Minister of National Security, I'm appealing to uh, 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 the Commissioner for Human Rights to come in, get these people investigated, and put them and bring them to book, to serve as a deterrent.
10: The throw left behind three wives and nine children. <laughs> Reporting for Joy News, Rafik Salam, Tuna.
2: With more than two million cases of non-communicable diseases since 2020, asthma runs... Third, trailing only hypertension and diabetes mellitus in Ghana. Even more concerning is 36,780 new asthma cases emerging from January to June 2023. For these sensitive individuals, worsening air quality.
0: sight of cars trapped in a gridlock is an everyday occurrence. However, an unsettling reality accompanies this urban tableau. Oh, so- a cloud of thick plumes, toxic fumes, emanates from many of these vehicles. These harmful emissions infiltrate the lungs of millions, regardless of age, with lethal consequences that unfold over time. These vehicular emissions are a cocktail of a exhaust gases such as carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide, nitrogen oxides, hydrocarbons and particulates, sometimes too small for the eye to see. For many residents, particularly those with heightened sensitivity, this smog is gradually transforming from annoyance into a genuine and silently causing harm, with thousands paying the price for every breath they take. Ruben Alexander Otu knows this all too well. It's not easy. It's
12: it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a difficult moment, especially something that you can't breathe, um, as you as you do so often. It's it's challenging breathing, especially at night when you are asleep. <laughs>
0: Ruben, like many Ghanaians, had to board commercial public transport to their destination from Awa to Lebu. Ruben boards two
12: separate vehicles. You you encounter different kind of cars with their their um, um, smoke from their exhaust pipes, very bad, and and they, they are not the best. Jenny is
0: far from comfortable, and with the emission of poisonous gas from the carbon-fueled engines, not even his nose mask can save him.
12: Protect myself from the the dust in the system, um, the dust in the weather conditions in around here. It would it would help me to at least have a clean breath of air. So that's why I normally put on my nose masks. and especially when I use the trout and stuff. You people might come in with. Um, sort of perfumes in which might not be the best for me i was in in a private vehicle with a colleague and there was a trotteron nearby in which um, they were really really um, polluting the air with uh, smoke so i pleaded with my colleague to on, um, roll his glasses and undices so that it wouldn't be having so much effect on me. Yes, so I do experience that a lot. Asthma is a global concern,
0: with the World Health Organization reporting 262 million cases and 455,000 deaths in 2019. In Ghana, the impact of asthma on non communicable diseases is striking. Since 2020, there have been 150 In 2022, even more alarming from January.
12: My stereotype, I take it every day, every day use it just to clear my chest people with asthma have to resort to their medication every day and these medications don't come cheap it's 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 quite expensive to be getting those drugs almost every time it's uh, until i joined the university i used to buy myself and you have no option than to buy because you needed it daily it affects the uh, your 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 budget for ruben
0: nobody cares not even the policy makers this time
12: he wants something to be done about the degrading quality of air regulations are not being put in place to ensure that um, people like myself are well protected so you have to ensure that you give yourself the full protection as 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 much as you can to, to 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 be to be on the safer side yeah
0: the challenge of air pollution is exacerbated by the scarcity of monitoring infrastructure in many areas Even with the limited number of monitoring stations scattered across the country, the data paints a disturbing picture of deteriorating air quality. For those particularly sensitive to these changes, the air has become an unwelcome adversary rather than a source of life. For join News, Michael Ashale.
2: And over here, my name is Aisha Prime. Let's take a break. When we return, we'll bring you the very latest coming from the world of business.
5: Hello, my name is Abeiku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love
13: hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still they chop better with Ecobank Mobile.
5: No matter the
13: time of day, My bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of EcoBank. Download EcoBank Mobile from Google Play Store or the App Store and discover the smart way to bank. EcoBank, the Pan African Bank. Yay!
0: Mom, so kid rice contains 12
8: vitamins? Yes, 12 essential vitamins that growing bodies need. So grow healthy and strong. And smart? Absolutely.
13: Kidivite multivitamin tonic contains all the essential vitamins and nutrients needed for the healthy development of children from age 1 to 12 years. Also available, Kidivite multivitamin drops for babies under 12 months. Grow strong. Grow healthy with Kidivite. Distributed
14: by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Hi, good afternoon. Welcome to the business segment on Joy News. Today with me, Pius Koju Baka. Now, the in- state interest and governance authority has indicated that it will explore diverse ways of restructuring the operations of state-owned enterprises to contribute to economic growth. According to its Executive Director General, um, Edward Wattin, it is poised to engage various private sector players to consolidate the efforts of these SOEs. He was speaking at a forum organised by the Ghana Investment Promotion Centre. There have been calls for most state-owned enterprises to be privatized to ensure efficiency in their operations due to some losses in recent times of some of these soes meanwhile siga boss says the authorities bent on to reposition these state-owned enterprises in a way which
1: enhances national development we believe that if we can let our public entities work then it can create an enabling environment for a private sector to thrive and grow faster and sometimes with less um, investments. That's what we're seeking to do. And I think the President in his wisdom realized that the old SEC, um, State Enterprises Commission, even though it had all the good, um, had the intent, was not working and that's why in 2019, June 2019, he passed the SEGA Act. The Siga Act basically holds all the state interests. That's what we have. Any entity that has um, state interest, we are responsible for oversighting it. And our job in terms of oversighting is to make sure that these entities do work. And unfortunately, over the years, there hasn't been much compliance, and that's what we are ho- we're working hard to do now, to make sure that there's accountability. operations. So you have million CD entities that until the SEGA Act was passed, most of them had never done or presented proper audited accounts or management accounts. And in fact, sometimes it's mind boggling when Go into these entities. According to privatization
14: supporters, this shift from public to private management is so profound that it will produce a panoply of significant improvements, boosting efficiency and quality, remaining government activities, reducing taxes, and shrinking the size of government. James is saying with that report. Now, business organizations have been uh, to invest in nurturing the professional growth of their employees to accelerate their career progression. According to an adjunct lecturer in public sector management at Gimpa Wing Commander retired Sam Aluti. It is imperative to empower individuals to reach their fullest potential by equipping them with the necessary tools and knowledge to excel in their careers. He spoke to Joy Business on the sidelines of the launch of Elevated Professional Consult in Accra. In a bid to address the critical need for enhanced soft skills and professional traits in the corporate world, elevated professional consult has been launched to help professionals navigate those professional hurdles. Speaking to Joy Business at the launch of the consult, Agent Lecturer in Public Sector Management at Gimpa Wing Commander retired Sam Aluti advised employers to pay critical attention to empowering their employees with the necessary corporate etiquette and values
15: not just business etiquette but in personal development you need to have certain social graces certain etiquette it gives you a sense of belonging because if you have to interact with uh, businessmen and people from other cultures you know they expect a certain minimum standard what is acceptable behavior so i think what uh, elevated professional consult is doing it's a step in the right direction i think that most corporates must take advantage of it the executive grooming you know most times we have people who are technically good um, they really know their stuff but when it comes to interpersonal skills you know conflict resolution negotiation um, they seem to be lacking especially in the social graces and sometimes a certain behaviour can be a put off. It can cut you off from others. So I think that uh, what we are doing today is very, very
14: useful. of elevated professional consult tell and not entreated professionals to be mindful of their personal grooming.
8: It's very important that your your decorum, your mannerism, your body carriage is very on point for you to be able to move on in your career development so my what i would say to the youth
2: people seeking
14: If you are interested in getting to know...
16: Sports Now on. Join us today with me, Muftar Nabila Abdullai. First, we take a look at the Ghana Premier League which starts today. 2023-2024 Ghana Premier League campaign. Accra House of Oak are currently in Tamale to come up against uh, Real Tamale United. We have the full fixtures for March Day 1 as the new season commences uh, today. Like I mentioned, Real Tamale United will host Accra House of Oak at the Ali Mahama Sports Stadium. And on Saturday, it is a time of great Olympics, welcoming new uh, promoters, turnover for aqua, who are, making their, who are playing their first game in about 16 years. Legon City is going against Carla United. In Swatriman FC will come against Bechem United. FC SummerTex, they will play Ediana Stars. Brekum Chelsea, who play Bibiane Gold Stars. Asante Conoco will welcome Heart of Lions. Heart of Lions, the last time they played in the Ghana Premier League was also about eight years ago. And guess what? It was Kumasi Asante Kodako they lost to and got relegated from the top flight. And upon their return, their first game in the top flight is against Kumasi Asante Kodoko. Dreams FC... Their game is going to happen on Wednesday because uh, later today they are coming against Calon FC in a Calf Confederation Cup tie. And Mediamar, as a defending champions of the competition, will also play Accra Lions. That game, too, is going to happen on Wednesday because they will also be playing a Calf Champions League game against Horoya at the Cape Coast Sports Stadium on Sunday. We hear from the assistant coach of Dreams FC, uh, Wilfred Dorman, who has been speaking about the game against uh, Calon staff later today. He says it is important that they get the right result and that uh, the medical team has ensured that every single player is available for a tie later today.
9: The medical team has worked very hard to make sure we have a full house and we have our last training session. On the pitch, and the team is looking very ready, very, very positive. It's a very, very big call, a very important match, so far as the history of this club is concerned, and so far as Ghana football, and club football, is concerned. Our main objective is to make sure we make them.
16: A young team, just like Dreams FC, and they were hoping to progress to a group stage of the Confederation Cup. They will need to win that tie over two legs. And uh, uh, the chief executive officer of Dreams FC, Amini Shadow, says that they are yet to be told where the second leg will be taking place. But the first leg, we do know, is happening later today at the Accra Sports Stadium. Dreams FC... Versus Kalong Stars. So, you will need to find your way to the across sports stadium to throw your weight behind the Steel Believe family Say they can fly high the flag of the country in the continental competition. This is wrap up sports here on Joy News Today with me, Uftaw Nabila Abla. You can head on to my joyonline.com and read some more sports stories. We appreciate your time. <laughs>
0: can store a lot of water. That's
11: so true.
0: Wow! It has a working surface like this. hmm
11: That's so true.
8: I can see S-I-N-T-E mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. syntax.
11: That is so true, my daughter.
0: Well, it falls the will spoiler.
11: That's not true.
0: But
4: wow. why? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Syntax was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntax again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntax gives you the biggest warranty, seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntax is the answer. Syntax tank. Are you strong? Are you
3: tough?
13: Welcome to Tema, the industrial gem of Ghana. Attention, all dreamers, investors, and home seekers. Mark your calendar for the next clinic of the EcoBank Join Us Habitat Fair. Imagine waking up to stunning waterfront views, basking in the warm sun, and embracing the comfort of a home perfectly tailored to your needs. Discover a range of housing options that cater to every budget and lifestyle from sleek contemporary designs to elegant traditional architecture. The ecoban join Use Habitat Fair has it all. But wait, there's more. This fair isn't just about buying a home. It's also about enhancing the spaces we live in. Get financial solutions to acquire Make your dreams come true. Join us at the tema edition of the Ecobank Join News Habitat Fair, where possibilities are limitless.
11: The Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair 2023 is powered by the Plant City Extension Project from Citizen Habitats and sponsored by...
2: Can't check out what's making headlines elsewhere. The aftermath of the deadly flooding in Libya has been described as a deeply shocking catastrophe that is unimaginable in its consequences by top UN official Martin Griffith. Speaking from the UN's headquarters in Geneva, Griffiths, who is UN Secretary General for Humanitarian Affairs, added the disaster was a massive reminder of climate and its presence. He admits that the UN faced a really difficult year ahead and expected that government's capacities to deal with the climate challenge will be stretched to the limit. He's also saying a disaster coordination team had been redeployed from Morocco to help with the crisis in Libya. That is it for World News, Apness, a
10: one has a story In fact, there was a time i decided i have to start the music
11: a story of that unique place that gives them a vibe <laughs>
8: Is a spiritual moment for me whenever yeah. I have to record music because whenever the place is dark mm. I feel I am in the studio alone even okay. without the producer
5: the
11: best excellence special skills talent and mastery Welcome to E-Vibes with Becky on
4: this channel.
17: Welcome to Showbiz here on the midday. And let's start off with the project show that has been giving a lot of beautiful faces in our media space. I'm talking about Miss Malaika. So Miss Malaika is on the audition. have been done the finalists have been gotten and they are now going through a grooming process so before the project itself starts the girls go through a grooming process and by far they have gone through the fashion grooming they've gone through a communication grooming they are going through a communication grooming so that they will be able to talk well when the finale itself starts and they've gone through some choreography too so we are going to be seeing very beautiful dance moves from them we're going to be seeing good, fluent, I mean, flow from them when the judges are posing them the questions. And don't forget that it is on Joy Prime and it airs every Friday. No, it airs on Sundays, 8 to 9 p.m. There is a repeat on Monday, 3 to 4 p.m. And also... I repeat on Friday 11 to 12 midday. Make sure you're not missing out because you can follow the girls and pick out your favorite before the voting event starts. Well, let's move from The pardon Show to music. And Kofi Mole, who has released a new record titled Come Close, says he loves it when he sees girls dancing and twerking to his song. He told this to Andy Dusty on Daybreak Hit in the studios of Hit
8: 103.9 FM. Videos of girls twerking on social media to this song. A lot. Ah, now they're in there now. I catch room. They won't come closer, <laughs> do you feel when you see those videos does it really connect with the song
18: yeah it does it does it connects with the song the mm-hmm. beat, the bounce
8: mm-hmm.
18: everything bounce, they give me bounce. joy you know mm-hmm. yeah hey. see, i see god in creation they do that stuff i beautiful <laughs> <the> stuff
8: <laughs>
18: yeah
8: wow are you the one calling for the videos or they're just doing them and putting them out
18: yeah then just they do them like organically yeah, then just mm-hmm. the do I actually went live went live when the song dropped. Mm-hmm. And then on live one girl came to it and then That was it. I think it started from that side. So
8: since then then since twenty four
18: seven. I and don't... I'm loving it. They should keep it coming.
8: Hey. Keep it coming. I'm so this it. is why I wanna say I mean aside them, you as a person watch it and see what is going on. Like how do you feel Ghanaians are receiving it?
18: them to them they love them like especially my boy my 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 male followers Eek. when the turn around right now them they ask me when are you going live again because they watched the live ago mm-hmm. like I went the other time. Mm-hmm. When I you t- right now then want make I post them can videos. We say therapeutic <laughs> <laughs> and then they want more so yeah we are we are all enjoying
17: Well, it's very therapeutic when they see it, okay. So that was Kofi they there telling it to Doreen Avio. And Alfa Patria has also been talking to Doreen Avio on Daybreak Hits, which happens to be the morning show on Hits FMN. She told Avio that she was actually dismissed from UCC at level 100.
8: And she told her why. Went to UCC for a year. <laughs> Just a year. Just a year. Almost like a you know, that's oh, a story. That? That's a story for another day. <laughs> oh, what? Um, yes, yes, I couldn't continue. Also, you left. You left yourself. No, no, no. I couldn't continue to level two hundred. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one and one. one. <laughs> there be me failing paper really that's the honest truth i feel like at that time i was really young i really wasn't paying attention to my studies i regret that now but that's what happened but however Mm. that um brought me back to accra i went to nafti and that's where it all started for me you see i feel like anything that happens is for a good reason (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's almost like it's simple (laughs)
17: So that was her reason for being dismissed from UCC. And that wraps it all up for Showbiz here on The Midday. The name is Ibrahim Benbako.
2: Aisha? My name is Aisha (laughs) Ibrahim. Thanks so much for watching. Log on to myjournaline.com. There's more of the news and updates of all the developing stories to enjoy the rest of our programs. Hello,